Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive 
in perfect word would be able to save your soul. Now, remember, some of you guys, uh, this is your first time here. Uh, some of you haven't been with us for every message. But remember, James here is writing to Christians. He's specifically, though, specifically writing to Jewish believers who are in the diaspora, namely in the area of Judea, outside of Judea, outside of the region that was the associated with Jews historically. So they fled that region, region for a number of reasons, but they are believers, Christian Jews. That's the presumption. So James is telling them to receive the implanted word. And, and so with, by saying the word is implanted, he is assuming that they are believers, that they have the word of God in them. The word of God here, going back to the last passage we looked at, is the gospel. It's the good news of Jesus Christ. It is the, the word that can save our souls, he says. So it is the good news that Jesus Christ died for sins of the world for those who have trust in him, have placed their faith in him, can, can receive forgiveness and reconciliation with God and be uh, spiritually empowered to live a righteous life before him. Um, and, and all of that that we have seen under the labels of the gospel and the good news He's saying there's a sort of a two-pronged command here. If that's you, there's the, the gospel is there, then you need to receive it. And the flip side of that is you need to put away all this moral filth. The, when I, as I read this passage, I am immediately drawn to the parable of the sower. James, of course, probably spent a lot of time around his older brother, Jesus. And I'm sure he was familiar, either directly or indirectly, with speaking with his immediate disciples, his brother. In the parable of the sower, Jesus talks about sowing a seed on the ground. And, and so the seed is there. The seed represents the word of God, the gospel, the good news. But what happens to the seed on different soils is not always the same. In, in, in some places, for instance, the rocky soil, uh, it cannot really penetrate the soil. It can't take up root very well. So when the sun comes out, it dries up. Then there's the, the weedy soil that it just can't, it can dig down, it can produce roots pretty well, but the, the weeds will attack it, spade it out, choke it out, starve the roots, and even just die. Of course, on the, the dry soil, you can't even think to pick out roots, and, and you can't shake
so they're susceptible to corrosion. And, and they're very common. You know, one of the things like we have today is a little stick, a piece of metal, very shiny. Um, so you can imagine looking at sort of a, a bronzish, shiny metal. It's not going to adhere to the substance, but the colors are not going to be corrosive. So, you know, you've probably experienced this, right? When you're sitting there at the sink, something just comes through, Thank you. 
might be part of it. I think it's though it's the law of Christ, the law of love. It feels it doesn't feel as weighted as it used to be. It doesn't feel as weighted as the old covenant law, but it is still true and places them on a higher plane. It's a law of liberty, though, because instead of having all of our guilt removed by Christ's sacrifice and being empowered by the Spirit to
says, add me, you know, a couple of things. Fish don't like bright sun. That's, that's not where you're going to catch most fish, right? You're going to catch them in the shade, in the thick fog. You're going to catch them early morning, late at night, when it's perfect sunset. That's when you're going to catch them. He gives us sun's up. I know. 
then the question becomes, how are we going to express that faith? I want to always answer those questions, but don't skip over that question. Let your politics be born out of the answers to those two questions.